0: day so every day we start fresh because we can't affect the past but we damn sure can make a difference today welcome to episode 28 of shop talk it's jennifer it's gary and we're back with a recap of 406 titled poetic justice there's a lot to discuss from this episode like we have a lot of different storylines that we're going to be talking about so we'll jump into the news and then get to the episode there wasn't too much news Um, this article dropped last week like the day after we released the latest episode of the podcast Um, but we're getting Bradford backstory and we're meeting uh, Tim's sister and dad so TV Insider shared that we're going to meet Tim's sister um, who is going to be played by Peyton List and she's um, her character's name is Jenny Bradford And then James Remar is um, portraying Tom Bradford, his dad, and the article says that Jenny will be just like her baby brother and she's not someone to be trifled with. So we'll meet his family in episode eight when Jenny shows up to LA unannounced to try and convince her brother to repair and sell their father's house. And then we'll meet Papa Bradford in episode nine, which the article said will air on December 12th. Um, So... I'm assuming episode eight will be twelve one, or no twelve five. I'm sorry, because mm. eleven twenty eight is the Sunday after Thanksgiving, so I would think they would be taking that day off or that Sunday off, and mm. then we know that they're taking off eleven twenty one. So after next week, we have a little hiatus. Yeah, which will be fine. Yeah, um, I'm excited. Yeah, like
1: I know Peyton listed like flash and like other the tomorrow
0: people that's where i remember shows. her from yeah
1: mm-hmm. that too um i know james was on i think people were saying he was on gray's anatomy and played like a father figure to one of the characters i hope i'm correct on that he looks look very familiar tomography. let me look um because i know like i had gotten confused because i just had seen the name peyton list and there's a disney mm-hmm. channel actress that is yeah. also named that and i was like now wait a minute
0: same <laughs> um, i was like wait no but it's not, not so that james accurate. Raymar was in sex in the city as richard one of samantha's boyfriends which that's where i know um, him from
1: okay
0: yeah um and then he was a miracle on 34th street the 1994
2: version oh um. Oh, and which yeah, i've
0: yeah. never seen that movie i always want to and never do so mm-hmm. that's cool um what else i feel like i've seen him in something else besides sex in the city
1: that's what i'm thinking Grace he was me, always. i
0: don't know um he well, was in seventh know. heaven which oh, i've okay. seen that let's see i think you have okay he was in the hatfields of mccoy oh wait i don't know never mind i was just gonna say that's the one that um sophia bush was and that never got picked up but not um, that they, exact one
1: yeah they made an actual uh like film oh he was
0: I don't alex see him in karev's gray. dad on Grey's anatomy and he was in private practice rock on
2: mm-hmm.
0: all righty that solves that that's cool I was like, I know him from somewhere. Um, Yeah, so we don't have any episode descriptions for 408 or 409. um, Mm -hmm. But I'm sure those will come after Thanksgiving. um, Or like right before Thanksgiving. So, and one of those, if not both, hopefully both, will probably be the holiday, they've got to be the holiday related episodes.
1: I would think because like if they do, because like, okay let me try that again they will do the mid-season finale is usually like episode nine or ten yeah ish so I don't know if that's going to coincide with it or not because then like if that were to coincide with it then usually they'd come back after the new year which I mean you could pull off a holiday episode then but it's but then it's it's not exactly yeah
0: Yeah, I would I mean episode nine supposed to air December 12th so that'll be the mid-season finale yeah which i I feel like that i feel like a lot of shows are going to do like airing their mid-season finales either that week or the week before Mm -hmm. Um, i mean i don't know of a lot of shows that like are airing it before thanksgiving sometimes they do sometimes they don't um Mm -hmm. but yeah hopefully we'll know more air dates and such soon um Mm -hmm. and then yeah, did you want to give into the next part of the news?
1: Yeah. Um, well, Eric and Rosalind's their latest podcast episode dropped earlier today, uh, Monday when we're recording this. Um, it was so funny, you guys. It was oh, like God. it was so good. Well, because he mentioned that like, you know, working with Pete Davidson on the rookie and like how much fun that was. Um, and just like, but at the very beginning. He had mentioned that. Uh, well, if you guys listened to their episode last week, it was he and Rosalind got in those like little argument. Um, but Eric had mentioned how he talked to Melissa about the last episode and Melissa had asked if they had cameras that like recorded everything so Eric went back and looked and saw that like yes he did in fact accuse Rosalind when she didn't do anything wrong technically so he ended up like apologizing so it was just funny because Rosalind was like thank you Melissa you're great like you did your thing and I was just like yes (laughs) it was just so funny like yeah I don't just I mean because like the three of them I'm really like seeing like behind the scenes videos or like them like talking about it on Instagram live how they all had fun working together and just like yeah. their dynamic is like so fun mm-hmm. and yeah so it definitely that it was definitely a like one of their funnier episodes and just like lots of stories you know and just like yeah it's kind of fun to know that they're also like they're tuned into pop culture which is kind of ironic considering they're both celebrity figures um but then also just like
0: their own yeah uh, like life and whatnot so
1: yeah
0: um yeah so let's just dive right into the episode like I said there were a lot of storylines um so yeah it's gonna be a long one so get ready um, but first off, we'll kind of talk about the arson case that had Angela, Bailey, and John in it. Um, and we see Angela and John meeting up in the parking lot, and she's giving him an update on the case when Bailey shows up. And apparently, John was supposed to go see Bailey, and um, but, her but her and her lieutenant, Fred Mitchell, were in the neighborhood. So they stopped by the district, and John gives Fred the intel that he has... Um, and just says like it needs to be passed around to the fire crews so fred's like is this all that you have right now and it turns out that that's all that they have that's not all that they have but they're that's what they're releasing right now um just until like they get more like confirmation on it so angela reassures him that they'll keep him in the loop on anything that he needs to know because he's like you know if any of my firefighters get hurt and you know more information like i'm not gonna be happy um
1: which is like well i understood his concern obviously like yeah you could just already tell that he was going to be like an adversarial character for them because it was just like the way
0: he went about it like yeah well even then bailey was like sorry he's just like old school and direct at times Mm -hmm. like i get it but also like they're trying to help you you don't need to be like that um but like once Angela leaves, John asks Bailey what he can bring to the barbecue later with her um, co-workers and Fred Mitchell. And she's just like, bring flowers. Okay. I mean, that's not what I would think to bring, but we find out later why she told him to bring that. So then like later in the episode, we see Nolan and Lucy writing together and she's reading the poem that like was found in the cold open. Um, And he's like while she's doing that John's driving and he's trying to figure out what flowers to take to the barbecue and he's like what do you think about roses and it just kind of goes over her head but she's like is it Bailey's birthday like they're timeless they're classic and John's like no it's for a barbecue what what (laughs) there are so many other flowers that you could take to a barbecue why do roses like I don't know I guess I just think of it like being the most like romantic flower and you're going to take them to a barbecue where there's other men i mean it would be different if she worked with a bunch of like women but no um yeah so lucy's like you're going to a party with a bunch of firefighters beer will work and so that's what john does he shows up with the beer turns out it's a sober gathering and a couple of the guys are in recovery so um you know they're all making the commitment to have a sober gathering and support and that's why Bailey was like I said to bring flowers so as the episode or as the scene goes on John meets Marcus who we find out is Fred's neighbor who watches the house when Fred's on shift and um you know Fred's or Bailey's like we're running low on ice so John says that he'll go and get some from the garage uh fridge and when he's in there he sees cans of acetone and it's the same brand as the arsonist uses. Um, so going back to Marcus, when I heard, like, I caught it on my second rewatch, show, like, he's the neighbor who watches the house when Fred's on shift and all that. Did you, like, did you get an idea that he could be the arsonist?
1: Um, I just, like, I wasn't putting it together of, like, why they were mentioning like well I didn't know why they were mentioning either like Marcus and then focusing on Fred like eventually I was like no like so no I didn't I don't know it just kind of it all came together rather quickly um and so no I
0: yeah I didn't immediately think it no okay yeah I thought about it on my second rewatch and I was like maybe he could be it I don't know. Um, but yeah, so John sees the acetone. He calls Angela and he's like, Fred's got a bunch of acetone that like our arsonist uses. Um, and John says he also found out that Fred was in Nevada over the summer. And Angela's Angela's like, Well, if you can find out the month, we can put him there for the other murder or for the other arson. Um, but it's not enough, and they'll have to do a deep dive on him and find something beyond circumstantial evidence to get a warrant. And then that's when Bailey walks in and just immediately she knows that John is lying to her. Um, So we cut to the next morning and Bailey is there talking to John and Angela and she's just like, I know Fred's not a killer. Like he spent time handing out the flyers, talking to other lieutenants, asking them to spread the word. Um, And You know so we just kind of are left there but then um Angela says like there's not enough circumstantial evidence to warrant an investigation and so or no there is enough certain uh evidence to warrant an investigation but they can't get a warrant to go to his house yet so Angela's like you can't talk about this to Fred or anyone else and Bailey's just like yeah I'm good um and so then we see Aaron kind of sat by Angela's desk, and Gray wants him to help with the in case. So he's gonna be the one that's like looking for Fred online, which Fred Mitchell has no social media because why would he? He's a fire lieutenant. Um, but Aaron's supposed to find Fred's whereabouts through his friends' posts. So Aaron's like, "Yeah, I got this," and Angela's just like, "Don't get too cocky. Like it's not gonna be it's not gonna be an easy task." So then Bailey checks Fred's schedule and she found out that he was on vacation in Nevada when the murder happened. But, you know, that doesn't mean anything. She is trying really hard to like stick up for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she just comes right out and says like, what do we need to constitute for a warrant for his house? And some, and John's just like, you know, something to give his exact location, like receipts, credit card statements, etc. So, the next time we see Bailey, she is taking it upon herself to go and sneak around Fred's house, looking for anything that she can find. Like she full on breaks in and, you know, just yeah, does like the detective lifted work. Lifted the
1: pot and like
0: got the key yeah. and let herself right in. Um, but she's not so smooth about it. And she ends up dropping receipts and she, you know, like doesn't pick one up, which is know this later on um but she ends up finding something taped to like underneath the desk um and it's a box with the gold watch and more like evidence slash trophies from the arson yeah because
1: um, they had mentioned that gold watch on the flyer right yeah
0: yeah yeah um so then fred comes back and she hides in the closet um but she doesn't shut the door all the way so there's just like a horror movie thoughts like going i didn't get it wh- i didn't get why she didn't though because the closet was like um like old" see- is not the yeah. right
1: word but like kind of you know what i
0: mean like it had that shutter yeah door yeah so she could still see out yeah. kind of yeah it is odd that she didn't close it all the way but maybe she was just like in a hurry yeah um but she ends up calling john and she's like so i'm in fred's house i'm in a closet of his and i need your help so John's just like, I'm right around the corner. He rings the doorbell to thank Fred for the party the la- last night. And John just makes it awkward because why wouldn't he? He <laughs> brings up Bailey and he's like, you know, since her parents aren't around and you're like the closest thing in her life to like a parent, um, I just wanted to like get your blessing. And Fred's like, wait, are you going to ask like if you can marry her? And I mean, he needed something to stall, but like he could have came up with literally anything else. Yeah. Like, and John's like, um, uh, no, because he sees <laughs> Bailey like coming out, and he's like, yeah. yeah, we're good. Um, but then you know, like, Bailey, like he gets into the car, and he's like, okay, well, that was awkward. And she's like, yeah, tell me about it. You want to propose a month after dating me? I mean, it's just it's something all right
2: mm-hmm. um
0: but yeah we found out that they've been dating for a month so I mean they were dating before the wedding we know there was a time jump for three months but they also had that like weird period where nothing was really happening so right
1: I didn't even think about that I was like wait weren't they dating for longer than that but yeah that's true they could have
0: like not actually been yeah dating in that I th- for a month, time. I down. thought about that too and I was like wait but remember we had Lucy asking John what had happened with Bailey and he said with everything going on I just kind of like let it go so mm-hmm. yeah they have just been dating for a month. yeah um so it's like more casual
1: at first and then yeah. it went wrong but then they got their shit together so
0: yeah now they're good. um yeah but you know they just keep making it awkward like their dates are never like chill
1: so awkward and just like I was honestly surprised that like Nolan was able to like not you know like slam like, on the brakes of the shop or something and been like you what because he was like kind of yeah. freaking out
0: a little bit um well when like they were talking about the barbecue and stuff I was like oh man that date's not gonna go well is it and it almost didn't like if he would have if he wouldn't have kept as cool with the whole like acetone thing mm-hmm. it probably wouldn't have went um well but towards the end of the episode or at the end we see Angela has the warrant and they're walking up to Fred's house and she tells Bailey that you know she doesn't think that it's a good idea that she's there but Bailey's not backing down so no one's like you know you said that you don't run towards bullets and I shouldn't run towards fire but there could be bullets so I need you to stay back Mm -hmm. and then that's when Fred's house blows up so I was
1: just like oh my goodness I was not expecting that because like the promo photo just showed the three of them like just walking you know like doing like the power stance kind of thing you know like looking all badass and stuff and I'm like okay they're gonna like go take this guy down like everything's gonna be good and then
0: it was not good well and then like so on my second rewatch I noticed that his truck is in the driveway so oh, shoot. he's got to be there. Oh shoot! But then, like, they never showed him in the promo. They only showed Dude, Bailey's yeah. like injured knee, uh-huh. and then they showed the Nyla flashback, which I totally like forgot for some reason that that was part of the arson case.
1: I did too. Um, and then, well, because we hear and then John's like in, in danger. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I realized you're gonna talk about that. Never mind.
0: <laughs> so yeah, like. I don't know I wonder but like now that we know more about Marcus the neighbor like they wouldn't have brought him up and introduced him and stuff if he wasn't gonna be like a like part of this or something yeah. yeah like and if he watches the house while Fred is on shift or like on vacation or whatever he can plant the evidence oh look at you go in the acetone well and bailey oh, said dang. that fred uses the acetone in his woodworking too so mm-hmm. like if if marcus had planted like extra acetone there then fred probably wouldn't think anything of it i don't think plus like how True. much does he go into his garage like who knows mm-hmm. um but yeah i feel like marcus is like the arsonist yeah or is like the mastermind in fred's like, Yeah, the
1: poor fall guy yeah oh now I feel kind of bad for Fred. see now I gotta know what happens oh my gosh next week already
0: goodness so yeah I mean that promo was just crazy I they were just like
1: it was one of the first times where we didn't actually see the criminal yeah in or like a suspect even though we obviously we think we know who it is but like It was very well done and very much like a nail
0: biter kind of promo so i am surprised that they're like that they're ending this arson storyline so soon because i feel like this is like where bailey really comes in Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. is a strong character in the storyline i mean not saying that she couldn't be in other storylines um Mm -hmm. but yeah i'm just i mean i guess the next episode will be episode eight Mm -hmm. but i don't surely it's not just gonna end after next episode like they'll have to do questioning and stuff especially after uh, like a lot of people have been getting hurt
2: you Mm -hmm. know nyla
0: was in for smoke inhalation and then um bailey's knee and like john's Mm -hmm. gonna get hurt so Mm -hmm. i don't maybe wesley will like cross-examine or like depose him or something
1: oh maybe yeah I don't know because like now that you said that I'm like well yeah Bailey's a fire woman uh-huh. um, like it would have. you even know
0: she's sticking around
1: yeah so like I don't know if there would be like more cases that they will work together on later or like in what capacity like I don't know yeah, yeah I'm not I'm not sure if it'll like maybe it'll like come to an end but then like there'll be similar storylines maybe or it'll be mentioned
0: again I don't know yeah I had seen someone on Twitter last night had said like I'm surprised that they're ending it this soon um but I can't find the tweet and I don't know like what the full extent of it was um but I I I mean I am like just because it seems like it's such a big storyline that they could like continue it on at least until episode nine which will be like the mid-season finale but i don't know it'll be interesting to see like mm-hmm. what happens after all of this so yeah of course yeah.
1: chicago fire just had an arsonist storyline as well that wrapped up after like two episodes Two episodes yeah so maybe maybe there is just something like they have to you know like kind of I don't know like divert not divert attention but you know have another character is gonna be you know mid-season finale yeah. I don't know I or something. But yeah, well, no, I'm excited yeah. to see what happens
0: I mean Severide can talk arson to me like all day I mean <laughs> John can too but like I prefer it be from Kelly Severide so
1: yeah I mean I'm just like i'm just glad that bailey's sticking around though, because like i want to see more like first responder mm-hmm. like in other professions like kind of like geography. cross over it yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah and like,
0: so i don't know it's gonna be crazy next week for sure will be but yeah that's it for the whole john bailey angela stuff yeah now we get to the good stuff I mean that was good too, but like,
1: this was like fun, like fun. Yeah. Like, I mean, not yeah,
0: no. There were some like. friendly bets that happened and some uh-huh. um, flirting and uh-huh. sass. Uh huh. So yeah. And, like pretty much all from Chenford, although Nyla was pretty sassy too. She was like after that cold open with the uh-huh. smoothies poster, like she just <laughs> looked at it and she was like, "No, I'm taking <laughs> that down."
1: Yup, loved yeah, it. She was not having it um but yeah so the treasure hunt um has well it starts off like jennifer had mentioned lucy had the poem and she was reading it while she was riding with john um that's how she originally gets this info on like this treasure hunt that is happening around the city um and he like i said he's the one that tells her about the poem because he and nyla in the cold open came across a uh treasure hunter uh digging up a giant hole in angels park um which was roland buck the third yeah who chicago med people if you guys watch that show will know him as noah sexton and we were extra excited though because makia obviously played
0: robin charles on chicago yeah. med, so that was fun they weren't that <laughs> scene together and then yeah and did my research they were in 11 episodes of Chicago Met together and out of those 11 they were in one episode like they shared scenes in one episode Um, okay and it was their Christmas episode oh yeah so that was fun to see like there was another episode to where they were both in like the ED, like nurses station but Mm. they weren't talking to each other like Mm. Noah had been talking to I think it was like I don't know, Will or someone. And then like okay. Robin had ex like was yelling or something. So all attention oh. was turned to her. So like gotcha. they had that scene, but it wasn't like them talking. But yeah. So we'll mm-hmm. have to share that that uh screenshot because I I had fun going back and like watching blow like, up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Uh-huh. No, yeah. But that was fun. Um yeah. And so that was like the cold open and um Oh my gosh I just thought it was so funny though that like the um Roland's character like put the shovel down because he was so like dejected that he mistook um Angel for Angle in the poem mm-hmm. and so he was like so defeated he just like puts the shovel down but he like does it with so much force that it like forces the water to spurt up from the like Uh pipeline that's on the ground and then just
0: oh and then cue the music and the theme song and that was just hilarious and what was funny like was he wasn't even gonna be arrested yet nope it's like he hasn't done any damage and then he did hit the water line and he was like i did damage now didn't i like i'm Mm -hmm. getting arrested yep poor
1: guy um yes anyway so Um, they're driving along. Lucy's deciphering the first clue, which leads them to the Santa Monica Pier. Um, and this is where a woman was literally axed to death over this clue. And Lucy and John couldn't really do anything about it, like to stop it at the time because it happened within like a minute. Like, that scene was so fast. Um, and it like, that's what leads them back to the district and why Sergeant Gray is so insistent that they get this gold found so that no more innocent people get hurt. Um, because that's why the, like he's had said in the sneak peek that everyone saw, that's why a mom is laying in the morgue. Um, and so he also asked Lucy to share how she discovered the first clue. Um, and she mentioned obviously how the fishermen are also called anglers. Um, which is where the angle part of the clue came in and then obviously as all the Chenford fans know it's where tim jokingly calls her a nerd in front of everyone else at roll call we might add like yeah hi openly flirting that's great um gotta love that and like there's another clue um that mentions like 75 cents but lucy said that they could change like 75 to like a year um and John's like questioning which I mean I gotta hand it to him it's a fair question like it could be 1775 it could be like you know 1875 like anything right. um it could be any year um and now it was like no it's 1975 it's the year of the rabbit Tim's look at her was so funny I mean he w- he looked like he was ready, like he had it on the tip of his tongue. And oh but, yeah, definitely. But Nala beat him too. And she's like, Call me a
0: nerd, I dare you. <laughs> and just shut that down real quick. So sassy moments truly never get old. Like yeah. they truly never do. Yeah. Um, yeah, Makia just delivers those lines so well. Uh-huh. Deadpans it.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: 99% of the time.
1: hmm Yeah um so since you know Lucy and Nyla are having you know like getting all the clues together and everything uh Gray pairs them up to solve the rest of this puzzle Nolan wants to take part of take part in it and Gray's like okay sure ask them if you can tag along and so the that unlikely trio that I didn't think I would see really just yet Were made. Like, yeah they were good uh-huh yeah no they were it was so great. Um, even slightly better than that, though, is this whole Chenford bet. People on Twitter were calling it, like, the their bet 2.0. Mm-hmm. Um, to reference back to their first bet, technically, it was in 2.03. So, it's been a little bit. Um, although Tim did bet that Lucy would be the, like, shooting champ in the i want to say it was 303 304 yeah. i don't know sometime it's yeah but technically, she she but didn't like reciprocate it right no she was just the uh like part of the wager but she wasn't really aware of it until okay. the very end um but yeah so this is she's fully aware of this one um because she's the one that asked jerry and tim if they want in on this task force like I just thought that was the cutest thing ever though because like legit the task force is she Nyla
0: and John yeah like that's it <laughs> and well in the way just... that she asked him she was like you know I can make that happen like yeah, please he's... Lucy be any louder yeah
1: um and like and Tim's just like looking at her like hell no um well, and in his we're... response he's like cute but no yeah Hmm. Yeah, it's like, that's fine, Tim. You just, you go on. Um, But yeah, we're gonna go ahead and pull the audio here for this scene too, cause it's
0: just too good not to. And we can't do it justice, so. No, we really can't.
2: Hey, uh, you guys want in on this task
0: force? Cause I can make that happen.
2: Cute. Jerry and I, we're gonna solve this with good old fashioned police work, not literary analysis. Damn straight. I'd love another shot of Stuart. Smug little bastard.
0: Care for a friendly wager? Who finds the treasure first?
2: You're on. If we find it first, you have to stay quiet in the shop for an entire shift. Okay. uh, And if we win, you have to do something completely out of your comfort zone. My choice. Enjoy your little poetry club. Enjoy reviewing 18-year-old
0: evidence from a cold case.
1: 309 when they had the longest like handhold ever but like they just
0: kind of one up themselves with that one in this I also too. loved when Lucy like she did her like little shoulder shake and she's like have fun going through your 18 year old evidence I know how easy that is
2: mm-hmm.
0: and or she was like I've heard like that's so much fun or something
1: mm-hmm.
0: it was just so cute so flirty and like how did McGrady not catch on to that like,
1: I don't it. know because it was like they like she originally had like asked them if they wanted in so it was like referring to the both of them like Jerry Mm -hmm. and Tim but then nope she just was looking right at Tim the whole entire time they're having this back conversation like sorry Jerry you are no longer in this conversation at all like yeah oh my gosh and the English major in me endured the mentions of literary analysis and poetry club even if they were thinly veiled flirtations that bordered on joking insults i didn't care i enjoyed it too much that was fun um and so that was kind of the like not that the bet kind of set everything in motion but in a way it kind of did because there was a little bit more urgency with Uh, like and there's urgency when gray was like okay we gotta get this thing like off the you know off the street now so we don't have you know people getting hurt or any more crazy you know like gold
0: diggers um but like because there was a bet there was a little bit more like competition like they yeah. were like ready to go at it
1: mm-hmm. yeah um so for tim and jerry they're paired up still um they first go visit stewart in prison he's the one that originally claimed like to be the one behind this whole like treasure here i go again i already can't speak <laughs> treasure hunt like extravaganza this whole big thing um tim is trying to bargain with him and like says he'll knock figures off his sentence he'll get him a cushy cell etc if he talks um but stewart has terminal cancer so he's not saying anything else because he's just kind of like what's the point uh-huh. um and so they're like they kind of they struck out there so tim's next idea is to take jerry back to the scene of the original robbery, so he can can see if he remembers anything. Uh, He remembers that when Stuart wrote the lovely, eloquent, you know, like, up yours, um, when Tim asked where the treasure was, um, he used his left hand, so he was more inclined to exit the, like, coin shop to the left, whereas the original report said that he exited to the right, or, like, more than likely went right um so this meant that like the original grid was wrong so now they have like all new ground to cover which is good for i guess both the bet and the like you know actual goal of just getting the treasure off the street um so tim's kind of like reinvigorated by this and he's like okay like we can do this um i just liked how they kind of had a little bit of time in between us are driving around to kind of just like talk and like Mm -hmm. Um, because, like, at the beginning of the episode, um, Gray was the one that talked him into trying to get Jerry to retire, um, and Tim was, like, oh, okay, I got this. It's fine, and then Jerry's nice speech in the, like, kit supply room was so nice because he was, like, you know, I always knew, you know, you'd be a good, you know, uh, policeman, and, like, Most things that had happened to Tim would have, like, you know, been so deteriorating, but he, like, handled it with grace. And it was, like, such a nice, like, moment. And just, like, I felt like Tim really, like, felt validated by that and was just, like, a genuine, like, thank you in that. Mm -hmm. And so, that's, of course, uh, is what led him to be, like, you wanna ride with me today? And he was just like it'd be an honor. And just Jerry was like such a nice character. Like Yeah. Um, and so it was kind of like so Tim's kind of realizing that like a lot of Jerry's friends have since like passed on or like have obviously gone out of the force. Um, and it's kind of weighing on him since he didn't get to have this frank conversation earlier about Jerry retiring, that like, oh, okay, like a lot of these people that he once knew were gone. So, you know, it. he's kind of probably thinking, like, okay, is it really Jerry's time or is it just, like, you know, something that, like, they think has to be done. Right. Um, and, like, they're riding along, they're still, like, reviewing all the old case notes. Jerry, like, snaps up and he's, like, I know where the gold is. And Tim's, like, for real? For real. Like, go, Jerry. I was so happy that he was the one that, like, figured it out. Yeah um he figured out that like the old subway tunnels were abandoned down underneath the shop um jerry also managed to sweet talk the maintenance people into letting he and tim get down there so they technically did arrive at the gold first um but as far as lucy and nyla had like they were like, like right there yeah they were they were so close um and so for those two, um, their first, well, their next clue earlier on in the episode um, mentions like James Dean and like monuments to rebels. Um, so they think the next clue is that Griffith. gosh darn it, Griffith Observatory, goodness. Um, because that's where a monument to James Dean's um, like character is. Mm -hmm. um I literally like went and researched this myself because like I knew other shows that had filmed at the observatory and like I was like trying to make sure I got all this right (laughs) because like well because I know old films too and I'm just like really that was like the thing and like I don't know I just felt very Lucy Chen-ish because I was like it was cool that she like knew like I don't know that she was just able to put like other interests of hers like to good use you know like about like film or tv or just like
0: knowing people and all that yeah well and she's like also done that like with the social media stuff like Mm -hmm. with uh Claire Ivy. she was like yeah I've looked at her social media that's how I like found out this information I'm like Mm -hmm. she loves doing research
1: yeah she's so I mean she kind of she is a nerd but like in the best
0: way yes so and Tim saying that was definitely like a loving in like a loving manner oh it for sure you could see yeah. the tiniest little like
1: like smirk. mouth away. wanted to curve up yeah for yeah sure, into like a smirk or something um so before they mean being uh lucy nyla and john can get any farther though to the observatory there's a few treasure hunters roaming around including one guy that is literally just like holding this bomb and it's assumed that he's going to blow up the wall to like get in. Um, the poor guy ends up detonating the bomb. It blows up. Um, thankfully, no one else was hurt though, like within the like vicinity. Explosion. Yeah. Yeah. Or like in the vicinity. Yeah. Um, goodness, though, when Gray arrives, Nolan is yelling because his ears are still ringing. Like, of course, it had to be him that's like yelling because <laughs> Gray's like,
0: why are you yelling? yeah and I was just kind of I was like why like because everyone oh, and else like Lucy's and Ni- Lucy and Nyla's like look to him like you don't need to yell like mm-hmm. it's fine love yeah.
1: that yeah yeah because it was like they were all freed by this explosion like but of course John has to be the one to you know be like out of turn a little bit
0: oh my god how's he gonna be when that fire explosion hits? like after oh my <laughs> he'll
1: probably be so concerned i mean obviously about bailey so maybe he won't even really notice how shaken up he is yeah of course leave it to angelo because she's really kind of like brash with people mm-hmm. so she'd probably be like you're not okay like you need to sit out for a sec too <laughs> i could see it yeah i could i could too yeah um so it was kind of their like first uh like strike out um so Nyla actually ends up at Lucy's apartment to try and figure out the remainder of the poem which was like a fun scene love it my best yeah. girls being mm-hmm.
0: smarty pants
1: yeah no it was so fun um because the other stanza of the poem mentions that they'll find darkness at um at an edge and so Lucy thinks that it's maybe a shadow and she kind of discovered that like scientists ahead of their time could also be considered rebels um it was like rebels plural as opposed to uh, rebels like individual. Um, And so they, um, like Isaac Newton comes up because the poem mentions a law. And then I was like, okay, law of motion which then leads them to another monument Um, but it has to be within the early morning hours to like get the early morning light which is also kind of referenced in the poem. Um, and that leads into I actually looked it up it's called like the six astronomers statue um, which also it has a sundial as well which would help create that shadow Um, and they um, it's there that they find the uh, Ancho or Ancho family plaque however you want to pronounce that Um, they have to yeah they have to cover it up though because there's like a drone that's flying overhead which is what we saw on the promo photo, like they're looking up. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what they were looking up at. Um, so Lucy covers it up with her jacket before the drone can spot it. Um, and so they kind of, okay, they have this new clue, like they're gonna go back to the, the district and try to take another stab at putting it all together. Um, Cause the poem had mentioned, you have to put the two kind of put the two pieces together versus um, before you can kind of figure out the final clue. Um, Lucy manages to discover that looking within means like to look like underneath or in this case underground um which means a basement that's underneath this dress shop because the I think it was the red line I don't know I think that's what they called it was the original subway system in LA um but it was shut down ages ago so it's the perfect place to hide the gold so like that trio is, like, taken off running. Like, they are, like, that's where they're going to go. They're determined to find this. Um, Again,
0: Lucy is so smart. Mm-hmm. She's like, the her. Yeah.
1: And they were so like, they were on track to make it to the gold first. Mm-hmm. Um, but a couple of treasure hunters were in a standoff, um, like, when they kind of first arrived. And um, the one guy had a gun. The other, a.k.a. Roland's character. Did he even have a name? I don't know.
0: I don't know. I don't think so. But the one with the gun, like, I don't know. I'm just thinking back to, like, the other show that he was in. and That character in the other show should not have had a gun. And I feel like this one should not have had a gun either. Oh,
1: really? Oh, god. Because it was
0: Sean Gunn who played Kirk in Gilmore Girls. Oh, is that who that was? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, (laughs) it was just funny because... I, like, I hadn't seen it on Twitter because I was live-tweeting, but I think I, te- I like, sent it to you and Nikki, and I was like, Kirk just shot Noah Sexton. And you guys were like, yeah, Twitter's going on about that. Like,
1: well, because I got on about the, yeah, the Noah Sexton thing, but just like, oh, okay, that makes sense now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, also, another little Gilmore girl side note, not that, like, it has anything to do with the storyline, but, um, I noticed that Helen Pye is a producer on The Rookie, and she was a producer on Gilmore Girls too. Yeah, yeah, fun. So it's cool. It's cool mm-hmm. to like to see that. Uh-huh. But anyway, off of my Gilmore Girls <laughs> talk.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and so yeah, the gun kind of trumps the shovel. So, as Jennifer just said, uh, Kirk shot Noah Sexton. So, um, Naledi John to stay with um the gunshot victim he calls it in she and lucy are chasing after the shooter this is where eric's behind the scenes video from i guess a week or so ago now comes in because tim clotheslined their suspect which ended the pursuit um lucy said that she and nyla would have made it there first but they had official police business to attend to Tim is arguing about the tie because like he was like, no, like we got here first, like we won. Like he was so adamant about it. Um, but Lucy like cuffs up their suspect, is like waving him off, and Nyla is literally just like a hundred percent a tie. Like yeah. neither of them looking back at Tim, like they are just
0: walking like they're so done with him. Well, and Tim didn't want to have to do Lucy's like punishment thing. Nope. <laughs> so he's like, no. It, uh, nope. we won like yep. we won um mm-hmm. so good yeah the man did not want to go
1: outside of his comfort zone no
0: but oh. also like i want to know what lucy was going to have him do mm-hmm. because yeah. i just know that chaos would ensue
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah and like no no see because i would miss lucy's like random talkative moments because i'm kind of mm-hmm. the same way and I relate to her character a lot. So I would miss like that part of her. It would also be like eerily silent. I feel like if they literally just had them like sitting there.
0: Yeah. In the shop. But I can talking. also see Tim just like screwing with her in some way. Probably. And just saying stuff that he knows she would just really want to like respond to. And she can't. And it's just like eating her alive. Yeah. I could see that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh goodness. Yes, um, that was can kind we, of it for them. Oh what? Can yes. we talk about Wolpez next? Because like I really feel the need to thirst.
1: Um and, yes, like be please. trash over Wesley Evers.
0: <laughs> please have at it. Um, so I would just like to preface this and say, like, again, the day that I don't like go on about Wesley Evers is the day that everyone needs to worry about me because <laughs> I love that man. Sean Jennifer's like your biggest fan. <laughs> yeah true true um so we see wesley stop by angela's desk um and she he's like waiting for a client to sober up and lock up before he can question her and he asks angela if she wants to grab lunch and she's like i would love to but i inherited a case that goes to trial next week and i need to start prepping um except she's never been to court before for a case that wasn't hers so She's like, you know, can you walk me through cross-examination? And Wesley agrees, um, but first we get some flirty little banter from them. Um, so we'll include the audio here because they can, they only, they just do it best.
2: Hey, I gotta wait for my client and Lockup to sober up before they can question her. Wanna grab lunch? I can't, I inherited a case from Burns that goes to trial next week and I need to start prepping. Mm. I've never been to court for a case that wasn't mine. And Burns can't fly in from New Mexico for the trial? I called, she yelled, I'm retired and hung up. (laughs) But if you're free later, it'd be great if you could walk me through a cross-examination. Sure, I'll go easy on you. Hell no, put me on the stand, give me your worst. Oh, you can't handle my worst. Bring it, pretty boy.
0: Oh my God, that flirty banter. And like Angela, yes, he is a pretty boy, like, we stand, um and also wesley in the suit like that's my weekly tweet now it's just wesley in the suit hello blue eyes <laughs> the blonde hair the little like gray stubble in there yeah i'm just <laughs> i'm trash <laughs> it's fine it's fine um yeah so then as lopez is like going through a cross-examination like later on in the episode he doesn't really go easy on her like he did ask her if she ran the prints, and he's like both orientations and she looks in the file and of course before she looks in the file she's like yeah the other detective did that but she looks in the file just to make sure and the other detective it turns out did not run the prints. so she's like i gotta go run them and she's glad that he questioned that ultimately um and she's about to leave when we get this next part. So here's the audio again.
2: you honestly think that my client murdered his wife and then stuck around waiting to get caught? It's not about what I believe. The facts are that he was holding the murder weapon in his hand when officers arrived. Cops have a saying, don't they? The husband always did it. Everyone has that saying. Right. So you and all the officers working on the case went in assuming my client's guilt. That's not fair. I agree. Police bias is never fair. Did you even bother looking for another suspect? I mean, the victim's estranged business partner didn't have an alibi. The business partner wasn't found at the scene holding the gun. Well, according to my client, in his panic, seeing his dead wife, he picked up the murder weapon. Did you even bother checking the second layer of prints? Of course, came back, no match. Uh, And did you run the prints both orientations? No, Detective Burns did not. I need to go run those prints. Thanks for helping. I wasn't too hard on you, was I? Part of me wanted to slap you. The other wanted to jump your bones. Oh, me too. God, I love us.
0: And um, can I just say how hot they both looked? <laughs> like That's they fair. did. That's fair. Yeah. They did. Wesley's eyes. Okay, I don't know if it's just like the interrogation room or what, but like it really brings out Sean's eyes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um yeah I just feel like we need to appreciate his eyes more and like Wesley in that suit and Angela
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah just like Sean and Alyssa in
0: general (laughs) I mean I just know that they have so much fun playing those characters like their scenes are always so good and like their banter and I just know that they have a lot of fun Mm -hmm. um but yeah, so we also, we've served more Lopez guys. Like, they seriously do not get enough love in this fandom. They don't get enough love on the show. And we just need more of it because, like, honestly, every time they come onto our screens, like, we all love them. So let's give them more, um, mm-hmm. more attention. But yeah, so I saw people were tweeting it last night in our group chat. Like, we were all like, debate is Lopez's foreplay like it
1: totally is it really is and just like I just enjoy how even if it is like flirty banter between them they actually like do such a damn good job at their jobs like yeah
0: they always get shit done like all the time yeah well like it's flirty and it's bantery but and sometimes you think that they like argue over it but it's not them arguing it's just them like Making their point. Yep. um And they're always like, I don't know, they're just so good. I love them. Yeah, well, because
1: they understand like the other's profession and like, yeah, they've been together for so long now like for, well, three years, not in Showtime, but on the show. Yeah. Three like, seasons. Yeah, you know, a year. Yeah, three seasons um and so, like they've been together for so long they just really just know each other quite well I think and so they are able to like you know because we saw it like when they were like both at home on like maternity and paternity leave like they worked from home and like so we able to do their thing like I don't know they just work really well together yeah so
0: um so then the next time we see Vopez they're at home where they just thrive at too um, and Wesley is baby wearing Jack one that's adorable and I need to see more of it because you know we, we were robbed with that JC Penney's catalog scene <laughs> we were robbed of that because he had the baby carrier on him um but anyway Angela tells him that the reoriented prince came back as a match to the business partner so the old detective actually arrested the wrong guy um and Wesley's like Did we just exonerate a man who wasn't even my client? I knew I was good, but damn. And all I have to say is yes. Yes, you are, Wesley. Also, please wear more of that blue because it makes several points. It was a great color. It was. And like dad, Wesley, has entered the group chat. And I just think that we need to talk about it.
1: (laughs) That's so good. Is so good. I want like more domestic Lopez Yeah. scenes. I would like it if like Baby Jack could actually be seen on camera, but that you know all depends on if they can get you know like a, a
0: real baby, actual baby. Yeah. I do like that we get like mentions of domestic Lopez like, do you want to go to lunch? Mm-hmm. Will you take home this breast milk? Like, will you pick up candy mm-hmm. for Halloween? Like, I love that we get those little you know, mentions but I want to see more of it because they are cute. Can I just have an episode focus on Lopez? Not with Wesley like in danger or Angela in danger. Yeah, I was gonna say no peril. No, none, nothing of them in peril. I just want an episode of them like at home. And then I also want an episode of Chenford, like at one of their places, all domesticated and shit. And yeah. I need like my couples to be domestic for an episode please it could be same episode just like evenly split it up like I'm fine with it just focus on those four like that's okay. it <laughs> yeah that's my one wish but yeah so yeah. anyway I'm trash for Wesley Evers and the Wilpest family thank you for listening to my TED talk we could just end the episode right there
1: honestly I know. but we do have more
0: <laughs> I mean yeah I just I really felt the need to like trash on over Wesley hours <laughs> and his just dad moments and like husband of the year moments so yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: like just all around he's like every single
1: aspect of his life is going well well wow. it is he's going well
0: Elijah. it's going well with what he's telling Angela what he's That's not true. telling Angela is not is. going very well no it's like a total like health so, game, like ridiculous yeah. yeah 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 which I would assume that like the Elijah stuff I mean it's obviously still going somewhere because we see it in the promo pics but like in the white space what we haven't heard I'm mm-hmm. assuming that it's like still like maybe elijah's going to his office like every day and like you know beating it into him that like he has a debt to repay and all that like we're just mm-hmm. not seeing that so i mean i would yeah. think elijah would be like checking in every day with him mm-hmm. probably But yeah, yeah. but yeah let's on the will pass stuff again like guys they do not get enough like recognition and screen time on the rookie and it's it's actually really sad. Like I, I have issues with that.
1: Yeah. Um. So, we have a few. Like Aaron had his own. Well, he had his own like little side plot storyline. Um. Then he was also kind of involved with a couple other characters as well. Um. He and Don made an interesting duo. Uh, in this episode because like at the beginning of the episode um, John and Nyla noticed like Smitty's handiwork on John's union rep poster um, yeah. because like his slogan is John knows best and Smitty went and crossed it out and said John knows nothing <laughs> which honestly that kind of like uh I don't know if it's alliteration that's terrible that I don't know that but it like it rolls off the tongue better like John knows nothing like
0: John knows best um I love how they just like automatically knew that it was Smitty oh for sure it's not like they thought oh it's like Smitty's you know like campaign manager like you know Mm -hmm. like I don't know and second like Smitty's right hand man at the district like it's Smitty that's it Mm -hmm. yeah
1: yeah um so Aaron, like, as they're kind of looking at the poster, Aaron comes up and comments on how John's posters are looking a little bit, like, middle schoolish. Um, Like, he needs, like, better graphics, a QR code to scan, a campaign website. I love how John just looked at him with his, like, default surprise expression of, like, yeah, oh, these are all things that I need? Okay, like, sure, let's do it. Um, And even though Aaron's only, like, I only know bad publicity, John's, like, doesn't matter, that's fine, like, but like you still so know like, more yeah uh-huh so uh it looks like John has a new campaign manager guys so that's Aaron's
0: new like unofficial job <laughs> I mean Aaron wasn't totally wrong like John's posters did need like a facelift I mean mm-hmm. I'm just saying yeah but a little yeah. bit yeah um, so Aaron is just like the resident like millennial or mm-hmm. like Gen Zer depending on his age uh-huh
1: mm-hmm like yeah.
0: in the in the district. i mm-hmm. I'm here for it.
1: Yeah, same. Cuz his like poster designs were like really cool and like they came mm-hmm. in handy cuz like they're very different and like distinct designs and both honestly looks like they could be movie posters. Um, which was very cool. And one had like a galactic kind of look or like kind of galaxy-ish, like sci-fi space kind of colors and the theme and everything. Um and then the other was kind of, I mean, it was like more classic, but it had like mm. red and gold and like it kind of reminded me of like carnival like colors. Yeah. And just very like kind of like regal and like kind of like more formal, I guess. So they're very different. Um, John, being the ever optimistic uh, man that he is, he's like, I love them both. Can I print out one to send to my son? <laughs> like it reminded me of when he did that when they did that fake um lapd like promo video in season yes and he was like can i get a copy of this to send to my kid and it's like i kind of just want to see the collection of random shit that that like henry has to have somewhere that like john sent him over these years i would just like to see
0: that whole collection please. it's funny because it's usually like the kid that's like that with their parent like hey can <laughs> I have a copy of that so I can send it to my mom and she can like put it on the fridge yep. like it's the total opposite <laughs> total opposite like it's so like- good I'm surprised that he didn't ask for one that he could like give Bailey to. Oh.
1: <laughs> that would be kind of cute it would be it would oh, be man yeah um and then for like so it's kind of like Aaron's scenes with John um he had a couple with Gray as well because like while he was at the scene at the observatory Aaron meets a girl like in the crowd who's like immediately kind of taken with him and ends up just kind of like you want to go out for dinner like she just asked him like kind of right on the spot um he accepts it says it's on him though um her name's Cleo he like introduces himself to her as well um gray like catches the tail end of this though and like tells aaron about her history of dating uh like police officers like within their district i guess like patrolmen sergeants Mm -hmm. like over like months in like the last year or two like she's dated quite a few um and like i kind of thought that aaron was gonna like take that into consideration but like he just like lets out this sigh of relief and is like oh I thought you were gonna tell me it was like you know she knew about my past or whatever already and just like I mean I understand um but at the same time like I don't know I I could see both sides like I could see where Gray is coming from with being concerned but then I could also see Aaron's kind of desire to just like give her a chance because for one about his past um and Gray asks later on in the episode how the dinner with bad money went um aaron so nicely reminds him that her name her name is cleo and she's actually really great and like they're going out again uh later as well and he like doesn't really think that she knows who he is at all and that was refreshing that someone likes him for like who he really is Mm mm-hmm because he knows what it's like to be judged and so he doesn't like to judge others and yeah. it like even makes Gray apologize for being so quick to judge her and like he's happy that Aaron's found someone that seems to be a good fit for him mm-hmm. and like, like i don't know it reminded me of like his like scenes with Jackson like Gray scenes with Jackson yeah. last season i was like oh it makes me it makes me miss Jackson but also i'm i'm glad that like Aaron has kind of uh like managed to get along with everyone so far Mm -hmm. like he hasn't really ruffled any feathers
0: not that like not that he would no not that he would or not that like but it is interesting especially because like he's and not went up against different like quite a bit of people but like he's kind of like spoke his piece about it like with lucy you know and Mm -hmm. with nyla and now with great like you know, he's just kind of like making it known that he doesn't, he's not there to like, I don't know. Like he's been around the block a few times. Like he knows yeah. like what he should and shouldn't do. And he doesn't want to judge people. Um, so it's cool. I, I like it. Um, the, the, this storyline kind of reminded me of um, Kevin Atwater's like episode in Chicago PD you know, with Celeste that just kind of aired where he was like, you know, it was nice to like have her not see me for my badge. Mm -hmm. It was kind of cool to like see that. Like, and I thought that was kind of, um, similar. in the fact that like, they just want to be seen for something else. Mm -hmm. Like Aaron doesn't want to be known for his, um, history, but Mm -hmm. I mean, that's so public. Like at some point Mm -hmm. he is going to be known for that. Um, and like Kevin and Chicago PD just wanted to like get away from the badge for a little bit so Mm -hmm. even if it meant lying to a girl but Mm
1: I was watching I started a show called Southland which actually I watched this episode that Alyssa was in um, on it and like not her character but a different character on the show like went on a date with someone and like he had asked what she did for a living and she was like I work for the city I'm an advocate for people of the city like she didn't Mm. tell him that Yeah, Uh, she was a cop, and I'm just like,
0: this seems to be a common theme for people at first. Yeah, well, I feel like, I mean, you don't always want people to like associate you with like the job and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, what's the what's the line? Where is the line? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, between telling someone, oh yeah, I'm a cop, and between telling like someone oh I just work for the city like I you know my job's nothing special Mm -hmm. especially when they're like people of color or you know like with all the stuff going on with cops now like yeah there is like a notion about it that's not good so Mm -hmm. depending on who they are like they don't always want to you know say that at first so Mm -hmm. yeah fair so now we have to get into the Tim and Ashley of it all. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I don't know. It wasn't bad, no. but we also weren't expecting it. I mean, I know when yeah. I was live tweeting last night, like when we first met Ashley, it was like, I'm not worried about this. Like, I'm not. <laughs> Because McGrady's gonna be there for dinner, like he's not like gonna try and pull a move. Yeah. Um, well,
1: because it was the middle of the day in the parking lot for crying out like, they but just like you know, ending the day, like okay. Yeah. But then they're I like being had, nice.
0: I had also like looked at the clock and I was like, there's still like thirty minutes left, so they're not <laughs> like done with this yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but like a few hours before the episode had aired, there was apparently a spoiler that dropped. I guess it was on Tumblr. Rude. And like. <laughs> I never saw it because I was like I "I have a few hours until the episode like I'm good um and apparently it was the scene where like she where he asked her out to dinner or something so um yeah so Tim first meets Ashley when they're out in the parking lot with Jerry Mm -hmm. after their day is done um and she and her dad are going home to have dinner and you know jerry just insists that tim join them um well actually ashley asked too and then tim was like oh no i can't Mm -hmm. and jerry was like no you definitely can Mm -hmm. um so i mean tim did it to be nice for that Mm -hmm. point um for that one and then we don't like actually see the dinner but we see that we see tim and ashley cleaning up Mm -hmm. um and she's like telling him some joke and he's like I usually find jokes funnier and she like throws a dish towel at him like playfully and he laughs and catches it and it was a cute moment like Mm -hmm. I'll give them that Mm -hmm. um and like Jerry's like over in the recliner like sleeping and she's just you know I just you know I think he kind of regrets like not doing it sooner or whatever Mm -hmm. um and so the next time we see Ashley it's time for Jerry's retirement and like his end of watch call yes. I guess is what they call it mm-hmm. um and like you know Tim's up in the what did they call it like the watch deck or something which is just like oh, on maybe. the stairs
1: yeah
0: um but you know like she after he d- you know says like serge or officer McGrady like you are now end of watch um you know like she comes up next to him and she like thanks him for doing that and he's the one that makes the move on her to like ask her on a date and mm-hmm. she accepts um mm-hmm. and it's important to say that he's like well maybe i can like cook you dinner sometimes so like it's not like a formal like hey can i take you out for dinner no nope. it's like a maybe i'll cook you dinner like you know like just, and let's note the maybe yeah like <laughs> you know it's like a it's a friendly gesture mm-hmm. um but, but like she accepts mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't have, like, a huge problem with it. No. I don't know. I, I have thoughts. But I also think it would be different, like, for the Chunford fandom, if it was her asking him that versus him. There. Because at that point, like, she wouldn't know what she was stepping into. Nope. And I still
1: but,
0: don't think she does,
1: regardless no. if you ask to.
0: But, yes, that would be different. But it's also not like Chenford has said explicitly in a serious manner their feelings for each other nope you know it's not like lucy has said i mean she did she gave the fake confession but like we all know that was fake um you know it's not like she had sat him down and was like listen i have feelings for you like you know i would like to go on a date with you or whatever and it's not like he said that to her either so technically i mean like fair game for both of them to date Mm mm-hmm they can date whoever they want like they're not like not to make this sound like it's from the 1920s or whatever it's not like they own each other no not at all um but all. i mean i don't know i feel like with this like it just it's gonna give us seeing jealous lucy obviously um I would it, think so. again if we even get the date right I mean who knows it could have just been like a throwaway line like you know Mm -hmm. um but like all we've seen are the crumbs and flirty banter and then the hug so like next we'll probably get some jealous Lucy um Mm -hmm. and like it's important to note that the hug can happen between like just friends or like if they have been a couple for a few months like or they you know um like it it can happen months before they even get together like I'm not worried about it at any stage yeah Yeah. Um, I just
1: like I don't know because there were there were a lot of feelings since the spoiler unfortunately dropped before
0: yeah
1: but it was also like taken
0: out of context right Mm -hmm. so yeah um and like
1: I don't know it just it really divided the specific like tempered part of this fandom of like you're either in one camp or the other Mm -hmm. and it's like I can understand both sides of it I can understand being frustrated because even I myself I'm like no I don't really like that but I like there are just people that have extreme feelings and then there are people that are more lax
2: like go with the flow yeah
1: yeah and um I don't like I don't know I just I personally think that there are lines that could or that you know should not be crossed you know because like actors are actors they're just doing their jobs Mm -hmm. writers are writers they have a job to do too and gosh darn it like what is a show without some drama and angst like if everything was literally like happy-go-lucky all the time in life life would be sunshines and rainbows yeah it would be a little I mean it would be nice sure but there's a little bit to be said for like what you learn in like in different experiences yeah with different people and so I feel like maybe this whole thing you know Tim maybe being interested in someone new will maybe get him thinking okay but what am I missing you know because like I mean maybe he'll miss Lucy like I don't know because I even kind of thought his like whole thing of like he'd laugh if the joke was funny. Like, you want to know who does make him laugh and smile? Lucy. Like, yeah. duh. Like, so I feel like his, even if he won't admit it, like, he, he's gonna be, like, it, it's just her and him. Like, that's
0: just yeah. it. Like, I don't know. Um, I mean, I think like, if ten, if this Tim and Ashley thing does go anywhere, and that's like a big F, mm-hmm. um, if anything, it would be a fling. And mm-hmm. then, like, or he could go out to dinner with her, decide that it's not a match, and, like, that's it. Like, that's the end of it. Because we know that Chunford, Chunford is coming. Like, Eric's told us himself. Maybe not in so many words, but, like, he's told us. Right. And, and it... He wouldn't I, lie to us, I don't think. Like...
1: No, and it, like, makes a difference, too, that, like, they... I mean, obviously, Melissa was finally on board herself, too, um, yeah. for a while. But, like, you know, it's, like, they're so invested in it, too. It's, like, they want it to happen. Mm -hmm. this as much as we do so it's like but they're gonna you know play out all these angles and like make it you know it's not gonna be the easiest thing right
0: well and and it wouldn't
1: be realistic if it was no no not at all especially since they both had experiences dating people on the job which Mm -hmm. is something else we could get into entirely and have a whole episode about that too um Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I've kind of
0: already said my two cents um, (laughs) on it. I don't. I mean, if anything, like with other slow burns that we've seen, like it only helps the characters realize like their feelings for like the other person in question. I mean, and even sometimes with the slow burn, like we do see them date other people while they're going through that slow burn. And again, it only helps them realize their feelings. So it could be a good thing um Mm -hmm. but I was looking at the promo pics before we started recording and in 407 there it Tim is with someone else but it Mm -hmm. looks like maybe he could be undercover I don't know because he's wearing like just street clothes so yeah like plain clothes who knows I mean we're Mm -hmm. gonna have some bumps along the road before we get Chenford. but like Mm -hmm. you know it is what it is and it's a fictional show like gotta keep that in mind it's a fictional show and a fictional ship like again this is not like it's not an end-all be-all if they don't end up together of course it'd be nice but I mean of course we'll be bummed out if they don't but it's like
1: it's you know they're making it for entertainment it's supposed to you know give us all the feels like right emphasis on all like good and
0: bad well and like I don't know I think about it like when the show first started I mean obviously like I didn't watch when it first started but like um, I you know started binging it and it wasn't even about Chenford to begin with like it was about John Nolan and then you know the fandom just kind of saw Chenford and took it and ran which is great like that we're all yeah. passionate but also like that they're not the sole main characters they're not the only characters that we should be focusing on like there's lopez and nyla and thorson now and gray and you know like we can focus on all of them too so yeah. and like there's other relationships too because you yeah. got
1: john and bailey now there's nyla and james hopefully james will make a comeback sometime hopefully
0: and you've that got lopez nice. that does not yeah. get enough attention
1: yep and there's a so. little donovan thing too which could possibly come back as well from yeah. last week um and just oh, like, like, yeah, and like even Aaron's embarking on this new possible yeah. like relationship. Like, there's so many things, you guys. And
0: like, I'd like
1: for Luna to come back for like, cause she and Grey are fun. Like,
0: I, like, I feel like it's not productive to put like negative energy into it when we know that Chenford is going to happen. Right. At some point, like, it's counterproductive to sit here and like hate on anyone that like comes in between shunford when we know that they're gonna get together and if they don't if they just stay friends like that's fine too but like just to like come in between and like hate on this other person like no
1: yeah well and it's like we have like the best darn ship captains yeah Yeah. and even like when titus was you know a part of like he was a good like co-captain too mm-hmm. like everyone like a lot of the cast like you know kind of ships it too or like sees the potential so it's you know and i think eric even said in one of his cameos that like the writers see social media like they see right you know what the fandom is saying so it's not like they're trying to do this and like make it a negative experience for us they're just right. doing there's just more create, drama yeah
0: yeah drama well and I was thinking about it too like we have another show where the actors or the characters like haven't been together since I don't know like season two and when they were like it didn't end well but like those those actors have still like sprinkled them little things here and there mm-hmm. in episodes to like kind of hint that those those two characters are still like in love and still in each other's orbit like I feel like Melissa and Eric would still do that anyway so Mm -hmm. yeah I
1: mean because like they're good to the fandom so like we've got to remember to be like
0: good to them yeah yeah I don't know I'm not really worried but I'm also I'm not really either it is what it is like it's just tv it's just a fictional show so
1: yeah
0: yeah so that's that on the tim and ashley stuff Mm -hmm. now we um have some listener thoughts so yeah you Um, guys had well we have listener thoughts and then so i was scrolling twitter this morning and had seen some tweets so we can go into that too just because there were some good tweets about it so mm -hmm. yeah do you want to start off with the first listener thought yeah
1: um so Valerie had said she was really hoping Lucy would win the bet she wanted to see what her punishment was going to be I assume that she meant like did she mean that she wanted to see what Tim's punishment would be like what Lucy yeah. is Tim? I would assume
0: yeah I think that's what she had met
1: okay yeah because I want I want to know too because like I want to know what is outside of Tim Bradford's comfort zone
0: well and I know that like Lucy would have just made it something that like Tim would have hated doing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh my God, if it was making a TikTok, I would pay good money to see that. Please, I would too. And just like the full
1: TikTok too, like not just like yeah. that little clip that we had on her phone of like it going like super fast.
0: Like, no, I want like a full TikTok. That'd I want to see much. the dance that they would do, the outfits mm-hmm. that they would wear. I want to see it all. Yeah. I want to see tomorrow recording it. I want to mm-hmm. see it. Yeah um I don't know because
1: there were like a lot of things like there are a lot of possibilities so yeah I I would want to see what that was going to be as well yeah although like I had said earlier I kind of I mean I would miss Lucy's like chatter in the shop but Mm -hmm. I kind of would just want to see what would happen if she had to be quiet for like a few scenes at least in the shop
0: like what would happen she would have such a hard time it really yeah she really would mm-hmm. um so Ricardo said do we think tim would have done the retirement talk with jerry in the beginning of the episode if he hadn't gone grown personally slash professionally with lucy he became such a softy in a good way so like if he hadn't like gotten closer to lucy yeah and like kind of i don't know maybe i feel like that also just like has shown his growth over time Mm -hmm. because of like him becoming the sergeant now like he knows that he has to step up and do those kinds of tasks like he can't you know shy away from them so yeah maybe he would have
1: yeah i mean i feel like because i remember he had told lucy in 311 I think it was that like you know she's so like intuitive and like you know sees the good in people so I feel like Mm -hmm. she kind of changed his worldview a little bit to like you know kind of make him be a little more trusting and a little more open to you know people and so I mean I feel like she's changed him for the better a little bit and so maybe um if he hadn't been like affected or impacted by Lucy then maybe yeah
2: um yeah.
1: I don't know I can't see that's the thing that was like because like season one Tim is like such a departure
2: uh-huh. from like
1: the Tim we have now so like
0: even season one the season two Tim
1: right so like pilot Tim Bradford oh yeah he'd have no problem he'd have done it in two seconds flat right like, okay bye Jerry like see you later Um, he probably would have loved to do that too yeah and so but it's like i mean even in like that one episode of that pilot episode we saw like why he is the way he is because of his whole thing with isabel so it's like there are layers as eric likes to say um to tim and so i feel like had he had we not peeled back some of those layers like thanks to lucy then yeah sure he probably could have done it like I said in two seconds flat and been fine but now
0: no I think it worked out how it was supposed to well and I also think like he saw how McGrady was like reminiscing and he was like I can't do this to him yet like Mm -hmm. like no matter how much I know that he needs it like I need to let him kind of work through this on his own and McGrady like knew in the end anyway but right I, I was gonna to say like, yeah
1: in the I don't know if we mentioned that but like at the very end when they found the gold he was like this is it this is my
0: last like this is my last draw." Yeah. so yeah I don't know yeah. I think it, it's hard to like compare season one Tim to season four even season two Tim mm-hmm. because he has changed so much mm-hmm. um but yeah Ricarda also said that Nyla and Lucy are such a great team, and she would like to see more of Aaron working with other officers. Um, and she said the Chenford bet was amazing. So we saw a behind-the-scenes like Instagram story of Aaron working with Gray. It looks like that's right. Episodes, I forgot about so. that,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Impossible. Like, well, no one was there too. Yeah, I
1: was gonna say no one was there, but I don't know
0: if it's the three of them or just the duo or what well it looks like well i don't know because they weren't filming when he took that so they were all like just standing around like maybe briefing the scene or something Mm -hmm. but nolan gray and i would assume thorson too because he was there all have like their uh kevlar vests on so i would assume that they're like going in and doing a raid oh maybe so (laughs) Yeah, it'll be interesting. I would like to see, so we've kind of seen Aaron and uh Nolan like interact, Aaron and Gray mm-hmm. interact, Aaron and Nyla and Aaron and Lucy. But mm-hmm. I would like to see him interact with Tim. Yeah. Because it would and be Angela. interesting to see. Yeah. We saw a little, bit, saw a little bit with Angela in this episode, but like more mm-hmm. with her.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, and then Ricardo said about the Ashley thing she says like we should trust eric like since he's the Chenford king i was about to say queen <laughs> wrong um and all of his cameos mentioned Chenford crumbs so maybe these scenes with ashley if there are any more will give us more Chenford moments in the future too well and eric did say that like Chenford is split up and that kind of helps him like realize his feelings for for her right. too mm-hmm. so I honestly don't think that we have anything to worry about like I think it's fine. yeah I think we're good yeah um and I feel like (laughs) sorry I feel like um either we will we say this and then like we're totally gonna get like royally screwed or like people that are freaking out like not to say that they shouldn't freak out like you know we're all entitled to our own like emotions thoughts all that um I feel like either way that it's gonna go we're gonna look back on it and just laugh and be like we just got in over our heads on that one like it was fine there was yeah because I feel like
1: it'll be like a surprise how it happens regardless of how it actually happens you know like I yeah um so Janine had said uh, she said the teasing of Tim and Lucy back and forth really is my favorite yeah that's kind of our favorite too they like like you had said I think you said she did the like little shoulder kind of Mm -hmm. like movement Tim like I noticed leaned in when he was like enjoy the poetry club like I don't know so
0: just like they 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 don't mind being in each other's space no so they don't mind each other's presence and that's what's just adorable well like and even it's all about their body language too because even when um Tim what was it like when they were announcing him becoming the sergeant like wasn't that the scene where he just kind of did like the little like shoulder mm-hmm. dance or something or was yeah. that the gopher scenes
1: um he was
0: using the gopher
1: yeah well that was like she did the little kind of like twirly uh-huh. thing um He just was kind of like standing there trying to like square his shoulders
0: and kind of like look nonchalant. But Lucy
1: was like already clapping, you know, and being all
0: so like, I mean, it's their body language. And so I know that I said earlier that like, Lopez's foreplay is debating each other. Mm -hmm. Chenford's like foreplay in a weird way is like just being flirty with each other and like kind of teasing each other back and forth. That's so cute. It is,
1: um. And she also had said, "Oh my gosh, what was Bailey thinking about going into that house?" I was cringing the whole time. And then at the end, when the house blew up, it's gonna be such a good episode next week, though. She said, "Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, Bailey, what are you doing? Like, get out of the house, mm-hmm. get out of the house." I was like, "Holy crap!" Like, I thought it was gonna end, like not that it ended on a good note my goodness no because like she said the house blew up for crying out loud but like I thought it like I thought um, Fred was going to catch her in the house Yeah. so like I thought it was going to end badly sooner rather than later and I did not expect the house to blow up
0: yeah so. like when he was walking like towards the closet like the horror music like mm-hmm. started to play and then her eyes I was like oh my god this is not gonna end well yeah when she like was sneaking into his house or like breaking in or whatever i was like bailey you already have enough jobs like you're in the <laughs> army you're okay. a firefighter like isn't there something else that she is i'm like you don't need to like add police officer like detective onto nope. your resume like girl you are busy yeah yeah she could benefit from like some relaxing
1: activities yeah um i just like yeah i mean i I, we're both excited for the episode next week too i feel like it's gonna be it looks really good yeah um and she really did love jerry's character and wishes he was on more episodes the whole like the whole time the rookie has been on same i was like so attached to
0: this character that i that we literally just met like at the start of the episode i'm wondering if maybe he was like like a background actor in any of the other episodes, and we just uh-huh. never noticed. I don't think so, but I know the
1: actor himself. Was he looked on, very familiar. Like, well, because he was in like, uh, like good, I think it was good. Uh, what was it? Fellows maybe, and a bunch of other like I think he was on like SWAT. I think at one point or some other kind of procedural first responder show. He's has in a lot of things, though. Um, and so I feel like it was cool to bring him in for this episode. And, like, but, yeah, it would have been nice if we had gotten to see a little bit more of that character. Um, but at least we did get a good send-off.
0: Yeah. That was good. Yeah, like, he was oh i know where i've seen him from he was jack pearson's dad and this is us stanley pearson i'm like i swear to god he looks very familiar and they must they didn't age him that much and this is us that's why he looks so familiar that's fun yeah like oh my god yeah like they didn't like kill him off or anything so that was a good ending Mm -hmm. yeah um Janine also um,
1: said that she's not really feeling Ashley and Tim, but if we want Chenford Endgame, she thinks that they have to look towards other people before they can get together. I agree. Good point. Like, I because they are so, as people like to well, I guess I shouldn't say people like to say it, but like I know I've seen it said that like they're kind of oblivious in a way. Uh-huh. so like something else has got to kind of like knock some sense into them and if yeah. it's other people like so be it i'm kind of right you yeah. know i'm okay with that um oh she loves aaron and his talks with gray yeah i want more scenes with them hopefully we look like we're gonna get them soon
0: yeah hopefully um so kind of skipping around here because Paige had said the Chenford handshake lasts longer than the hug I mean it definitely did. Like their <laughs> yeah, their love language is definitely touch. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And they find any way that they can to touch each other. And it yeah. just has to be a handshake for now. Like I
1: mean, I could see Lucy's being like words of affirmation. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, for like yeah, no. I mean yeah, touch. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I can see um Lucy's and not in the fact that like she wants that done to her but like her love language is also like giving physical gifts to people yeah because like i feel like she would just like show up to tim's house or whatever with like a gift bag and he's like what is this she literally
1: gave him food in the season two episode even though we didn't see it in the premiere she was like did you get the food i sent over
0: like and she like gave him the flower the flower bomb and all that like (laughs) i don't know i feel like yeah. it would be her love language to not receive gifts but to give them out like to people yeah. um page also said that we need to see more of tim brantford and polo shirts couldn't agree more <laughs> tim Bradford and polo shirts um prefer well i was gonna say preferably lighter colors because like it makes several points but also darker colors do things too what <laughs> say i thought you're gonna be like preferably shirtless and i was like same i mean yeah but like i'm talking i'm like i'm thinking we gotta see him like at work and so so like he's gotta have a shirt on mm-hmm. um yeah so tim Bradford and polo shirts please and thank you yeah. but like, um, can
1: i please just point out though that like their last bet did technically end with Tim shirtless even though he yeah, had hooked up with rachel that is true just saying putting that is there. true
0: um page also completely freaked out that bailey was going to dismiss nolan and they were going to break up over her barbecue buddy who was thought to be the arsonist she was
1: kind of ready to
0: like drop it she was like no we're not doing this right now like yeah i could kind of see it um yeah i don't know i mean also like when she walked in and she was like what are you lying to me about they've only been dating for a month like can she read him that well i mean i guess he's not hard to read but (laughs)
1: Is true, he's kind of transparent.
0: Yeah, um, but then Paige had also said that her husband is pro Tim and is pro Tim and Ashley, and he actually coined rashley just to make her mad. Which I had seen their interactions like on Twitter, and I didn't know that that was her husband. But like the way oh they we were God. talking, I'm like, that has to be her husband. That's like hilarious. it has to be. Oh my um, gosh! But when she said that, like it made me laugh because. I was like you know that that would be me at some point like I would have a significant other we would get into some tv show and I would be like you need to ship this couple and he would be like totally opposite and oh just like gosh, do yeah. it just to make me mad mm-hmm. because like knowing me I would get really into it and then the person that I'm like watching tv with would be like you're nuts and like totally just yeah just, yeah,
2: just do like, it to like piss me with off you.
0: yeah yeah Mm-hmm. that would that would be me like that's gonna be my future at some point point. Oh and God. if it's so cool. if it doesn't happen I'm gonna try and make it happen because <laughs> why not
1: oh my gosh yeah I kind of I'm not mad at brashley though
0: no I, yeah. I mean I don't know it doesn't sound bad yeah I okay I know that I got like I was in the unpopular opinion or unpo- uh, in the minority with like another ship that was just a fling um, on another show. But like, I didn't mind it and I wouldn't mind Brashley mm-hmm. if it's a fling. Like, yeah. it's not going to be end game. We know that. No. If it's a fling to help Tim realize his feelings for Lucy mm-hmm. and it's only for a few episodes, I'm good.
1: Yeah.
0: The other fling that like was in one of our other shows like it went on a little too long but I was kind of like okay they're cute it's obviously not gonna last but like if that's what they need to kind of figure out their feelings for Mm -hmm. other people then that's what they need
1: like yeah yeah. well and like I mean because we both liked Tim and Rachel too we thought they were cute for what they were yeah I feel like quite a few other people didn't really mind them either so I feel like it's just because we had so much like flirtiness happening like thrown at us kind of right off the bat we were like okay they're actually gonna like go right in this direction like full speed ahead Mm -hmm. like no roadblocks but there's a little bit of a curveball
0: well and I feel like I've heard someone say it recently but I don't remember who of people come into your life at like certain times when you need it the most and like you don't realize it necessarily right then but like after you realize like what they helped you do what they like how they helped you grow so I mean maybe Ashley is here to like help Tim grow and like help him realize that like he does have feelings for Lucy maybe it's not Ashley maybe it's the girl that we see in the promo pic next week who knows but like we have to like think that at some point that's gonna happen I mean Mm -hmm. I don't think he's gonna just like wake up one day and like magically be like oh my gosh I love Lucy Chen like Uh let me go tell her Uh especially because he's stubborn I feel like it would take him kind of going through something to like really realize it. I could picture them like yelling at each other and they end up just like yelling it at each other honestly yeah
1: like I don't know and I feel like shoot I had a thought dang it I don't know what it was never mind I don't know <laughs> <laughs>
0: um yeah so then Paige also said that Tim's hot takedown with the arm of steel was good and wagers on when Chenford is going to happen because it's going to we just have to get through this bump in the road and then she also added she loves Aaron Thorson same I mean I don't think I can say it enough Mm -hmm. like how much we love him
1: yeah it's been a pleasant surprise like because we had absolutely no idea because I remember when we were over here thinking like he was gonna be like somehow in like his character or whatever before we knew who he was was gonna be like
0: a suspect in something like nope he's is
1: actually the rookie
0: yeah it's definitely been a pleasant surprise and he's been a good addition to the cast
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I'm waiting waiting for for them to make him a regular
1: oh yeah me too that's what I was gonna say
0: yeah because like they made Jenna's character regular like and I'm surprised that it happened so quickly with Jenna like quicker than it did with Aaron but I guess she was actually in the season three uh, finale season finale before like Aaron was so it makes sense yeah um yeah we have just a few more left so because our sis epic had said she loved lucy and nyla scenes um their minds are amazing literally my best my smartest girls like i love them please get angela in there and all of the girl power would and would happen uh-huh. um she also loved erin and grace scenes um and then she thought that gray's father figure was showing again which yeah it definitely was love to see that um, and then she said that Aaron's poster making skills are amazing. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. Love that man. Yep. And it's just fun to like see
1: a like you know younger character like mm-hmm. utilize social media and all that and like be
0: yeah like,
1: very current and
0: on trend kind of. Well and like even his sass of like they were a little m- middle school like they kind of were, but like also that's very like John Nolan. I feel like, <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know. It's just uh, like I wonder why he wouldn't have asked Henry to make it. Like huh. even if Henry didn't have yeah. a lot of like graphic design experience, like uh-huh. I don't know. I well, would think you that, know
1: he'd be telling Henry about it anyway. Go, like, oh, do you hear right. the, Like
0: you know, run for union rep and do yada yada yada. I would just think that he would like call Henry and be like, "So I need a poster made, and I like." can't figure out how to make one on whatever software and Henry's yeah. just like I can do it like I'd I got be
1: surprised it. if John knew how to like send a PDF yeah Something like
0: I was gonna how... say something way worse but yeah
1: <laughs> like how I just I kind of want to know like how I mean because he does he does like FaceTime he knows how to use his phone he's doing pretty uh-huh. good but just like I don't know. I feel like maybe some millennial-type skills are obviously going over his head. But that's okay, because that's where the, mean, the characters yeah.
0: come into play. Yeah, that's fine. So, Do you want to go over Bonnie's thought?
1: Yeah, uh, so Bonnie loved uh, Lucy and Nyla. Yes, more scenes with them, like, right now, please. Um, and Aaron was a definite bright spot she likes his character and would like to see uh more for him Mm -hmm. yeah definitely um I hope that like I mean I kind of want to see if that relationship like goes anywhere for him or like if his past does kind of come back back around again like yeah that would be interesting um oh she also asked what's up with Bailey turning all reckless like Nolan (laughs)
0: Uh, uh, yeah I don't know they're definitely I... learning traits from each other yeah exactly Nolan thinks that he's a firefighter sometimes Bailey thinks mm-hmm. that she's a cop they're getting their job descriptions mixed up here I think mm-hmm. but like it's nice to see mm-hmm. they're venturing out mm-hmm. definitely um so some tweets that I saw last night um or this morning but about last night's episode um one was from Paige, and she had just you know stated like can we please remember something lucy joked that she had feelings for tim give it time they're gonna figure it out yes 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 we just need to remember like all good things come with time or however that saying it goes so good things come to those who wait yes that kind of thing
1: yeah. patience is a virtue like Fine. and all of that I yeah. have zero patience but I am so fine with waiting this out so you have what I have zero patience oh like, I have zero patience but I'm I'm so fine with waiting this out like
0: you know I'm like every time that I have a slow burn couple I'm like god why do I like like this because it's just torture but then I just find myself getting back into another slow burn couple and I'm like I just can't say why like it's mm-hmm. good it's so good to see like what they do Mm -hmm. like while they're trying to figure everything out yeah well I think it's fun because it lets
1: people kind of their imaginations like run a little bit you know like people make Uh fan cams and all those like fan edits and fan fiction and all that like you know and like Twitter edits and just all the fun like creative stuff that comes out of it
0: like in the waiting time
1: is really fun to see
0: too Well, and we also can't forget that like once a slow burn happens and they are like, the ship is setting sail, there's still going to be drama that happens.
1: Oh yeah. We know that from other shows that we watch. Yeah.
0: Like we can sit here and wait for a slow burn to happen for two seasons, three seasons, whatever. And like the second they get together, like there's happy moments. They're in bliss for like, you know, a few episodes or whatever. And then there's more drama that comes down, like, because again, that's a realistic relationship. Like, it's not just going to be all sunshine and rainbows, like every day. And, you know, no, there's going to be stuff that happens. So, yeah. Um, And then I liked this tweet from Bellamy, at Bellamy Kempner. And she said, Chenford is a ship with depth. We and they have seen what the other has gone through. You're not gonna start dating just like that. Something big is gonna happen. And the things like them dating other people, which was predictable, is what's Mm -hmm. gonna drive them closer. Yeah. I -hmm. couldn't agree more. Like, Mm -hmm. um, and then I saw that Jennifer, um, she's at Jenny who 4 on Twitter. I'm saying not you. (laughs) No, not me. Um, she she had a question about Chenford on the rookie or Chenford. Uh, on the rookie, we know. Um, Chenford, like during that se- scene in 401, um, we thought that Tim already knew his feelings for Lucy and that Lucy, like, became aware of them with the mm-hmm. hug. Um, but she's like, is Tim just scared to ruin his friendship with Lucy? Or did both think emotions were heightened because of Jackson that night? Um, I responded to that one. I remember this one. Yeah, someone else had responded and said both. I think both of them had emotions running high that night. But I also think losing someone made them realize like some things and, you know, but then, but then this, um, Emma had also said, like, once you go there, you can't go back. So they want to like, make sure that it's right. Which that makes sense, especially coming from like Tim's side, because he's a higher up, like he's sergeant. Mm -hmm. So I would think, I mean, it'll hurt Lucy, like, if they go public with it and stuff. Like,
1: it will. Well, and he's been married before. Like, he knows what it means to, like, be in a, like, union with someone, you know? Like,
0: so. So, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I liked what she said, like, of, you know, once they go there, they can't take it back. So, I mean, yeah. They really have to, like, think long and hard about it. Um, Fiona on Twitter had said she thinks that Tim is aware of his own feelings, but after Lucy's um I have feelings for you confession, I'm not sure he thinks that she sees him as anything more than a friend or colleague. He doesn't see the flirting the way we see it or what we saw from her after the hug in 401. That I can see. Mm-hmm. I can see him thinking that she doesn't see him as anything other than a friend. Yeah. And I remember saying that after. The fake confession. I was like, when she does tell him for real, he's not going to believe it.
1: Yeah. Well, because he's someone that, like, has had people obviously, like, leave in one yeah. way or another, unfortunately. And so I feel like it's harder for him to let people in. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like, okay, he already has that, like, wall to kind of break through. Then he has yeah. this other thing of, like, oh, there was this fake confession that happened now he doesn't know and I don't think he like he's not comfortable with not knowing things He'd, right like, be in
0: control of his like everything in his life so the fact but that he's, he's also not gonna like come out straight and say it right because no. why would he that's not the Tim Bradford that we know and love nope he's kind of like a
1: straight shooter with everything else but when it comes to like his own feelings he's like nope I'm gonna keep that in the vault
0: <laughs> yeah um and had had tweeted and said tim has to date someone else simply because lucy hasn't experienced jealousy yet tim has lucy never had a problem with tim dating though um so when he does the time this time she's going to be upset and then she's not going to understand why until she realizes it's because of her feelings for him yeah i was thinking like what was she like when it was tim and rachel dating but i guess she was more focused on the bet
1: yeah when she was happy you know because it was like her friend and so she yeah. was like that's the thing is like for i had actually posted something about it about saying that like lucy was more self-aware of her like or like more likely to wear her feelings on her sleeve kind of thing mm-hmm. but i feel like she's also kind of she's similar to tim and that it's going to take them both a while to actually admit it to themselves of, yeah. like, why they're feeling the way that they're feeling towards one another
0: yeah for sure um yeah so then emily from the rookie rewatch had said i may get a lot of hate for this but the thing i loved about tonight is the same thing i loved about rachel in season two how it brought him smiles and happiness at that point it was about finding someone after the divorce this point i'm not sure but both i always knew it wasn't gonna be a long time i wonder if maybe he is aware of his feelings for lucy that's saying that saying though like if this tim and ashley thing does go somewhere like maybe he is aware of his feelings for her but he's trying to push it down that's what i said because um, he media. just like can't come to the term come to the fact that like he likes another partner of his
1: yeah well i just like think he's scared
0: couple. and i don't think he like
1: he's not comfortable with being scared yeah. Or having any kind of vulnerable feelings because vulnerability then can lead to like if you open yourself up to someone then they could just reject it and be like
0: no and mm-hmm. leave yeah not a fun um, thing for anyone to feel no Emily also said I don't see this lasting as long as it did it with Rachel when he has such strong feelings for Lucy back then he was just starting to feel for her And not really realizing it. Yeah. I mean, again, that's saying, like, if this Tim and Ashley thing does go anywhere. Mm -hmm. But who knows? Yeah. Um, and then one last tweet that I'd seen was from Maggie. And she had seen, and she had said, Am I the only one here that's not mad at Tim like at all? All he did was tell her that he might take her to dinner at some time. They're cute, but they just don't have the chemistry that Chenford does. Like it's not even close. Again, we have to focus on the keyword of might mm-hmm. and maybe. Like, yeah, it, there's nowhere saying that it will happen. Right. He didn't say, "Oh, let's meet up at you know some five LA five. restaurant tomorrow at 7 yeah. p.m." Like, it's not like you said that. So nope. it's up in the air. Air. I'm thinking of it as like, you know, when you meet up when you see someone like from high school or like from college. Um, you know and you haven't talked in a few years and you're like hey let's get together and like do lunch and then it never happens I feel like it could be something like that so
1: yeah or I mean like you said said earlier I think like even if it does happen maybe it's like they finally sit down and they're like actually like just the two of them without you know a third Mm -hmm. party present and they're just like this is fine but there's no like chemistry yeah like there, maybe there's not as much banter maybe there's not you know just like they're both not feeling right. it like I don't know and we won't know unless anything happens and the thing with possibility is it could happen it could not happen that's the right. whole, like that's the whole point
0: well and like the only times that we ever really saw them communicating was over her dad mm-hmm. so if he's not going to be on the force anymore what would they have to talk about at their dinner i mean again we only saw like two scenes with them so they could have more in common but i mean i don't know i'm not worried about it at all if it happens it happens like it's just going to be a fling we know that they're in the game we know that Chenford is on the game so Mm -hmm. yeah positive vibes everyone positive vibes yeah that's what we're ending on with this too yeah um so Listen, it wasn't as chaotic as it was last week, but like there was a lot of shit that happened. So um if you want to, you guys can find us on Twitter at the shop talk pod underscore or email us at shop talk the rookie podcast at gmail.com with all of your thoughts. You can find us individually on Twitter as well. I'm at JSERC804. And I'm at Carrie Hyman. Um we've got merch in our T-Ball bookstore as usual. They are doing quite a few sales this month um, to kind of kick off the holiday season. So be sure to check that out. Um, And we'll be back next week with a recap of 4.07. Bye, guys. Bye.
2: Go get them, boo.